Hell yeah! Welcome to the podcast, Stop Crying Poser, greatest podcast known to man as voted by Mikkel. Some guy named Mikkel one time said this is the greatest podcast ever. I don't know his last name, but you guys will find out his last name during trivia. Who do we have here in the chat room today? Trying to scroll up, we have Day Day, Meatball Head, Day Day, Guy Just Smoking with Jesus. Oh, hell yeah, Mr. Jesus, Cam. Hell yeah, brother, slept. Hunk Boy Fresh, Mr. Jesus, Day Day, Loki, Late Bloomer, Hunk, iBook Boy, The Real Griff, Meatball Head. I'm still having trouble scrolling. I don't know why the fucking chat room is broken like this. If I missed anybody, just keep typing. Hell yeah, and I will repeat some names after after the chat room catches up. Anyways, it is Friday. We do this podcast every single Friday right around 3.30 p.m. Pacific time. The time right now is 3.38, which means we are only eight minutes late for once. Twitch.tv slash Ninja Lifestyle every single Friday. Hunk Boy, iBook Boy, The Real Griff, Meatball Head, D-Trick, Catch. I hope I didn't leave anybody out, but my chat room is a little bit broken. I have plenty of topics today, although this might be kind of a fast, uh, a faster podcast than usual. Then again, every time I say that, we end up going overtime. Sometimes I think the podcast is only going to last like, uh, I don't know, 20 minutes. Then the podcast ends up going 50 minutes, whatever. Catch, Greg, Late Bloomer, Catch, iBook Boy, Cam. I don't know. The chat room was broken. Usually the, the naming of the names goes a little more seamless than that you saw i had to actually grab the mouse highlight the letters yeah the scrolling the scrolling of the chat you know what i promise the podcast will get better i've been uploading a lot of videos on uh, the old social media this week and although it's not necessarily increasing views that much i am getting a lot more comments and people seem to be a little bit more interested in the channel so we're going to keep that going for the next, I don't know, three months or so. I think this week, I think in the past like nine days, there's been seven YouTube uploads. So probably by the time we get to the next 30 days, I will have uploaded like 27 videos, which hopefully will help me with the algorithm. I don't know if you guys remember uh, last week, I got hit with the maximum algorithmic damage and I still have not, financially recovered from the maximum algorithmic damage mad if you haven't seen that video check out my second youtube channel steve hates skating anyways i've been uploading a lot skating a little bit it's so cold here the high temperature for the entire week is 50 and i know a lot of you guys are like well it's cold here too listen i'm used to i can go outside and skate in 110 degree weather. That's what my body's acclimated to. I'm from here. I literally live in the desert. I'm used to super hot weather. And I feel like I can handle the hot weather pretty well, even though I complain about it. Most people, especially skateboarders, rather than go out into the sun and skate and deal with it, they would just stay inside. Versus um, like right now, it's 39 degrees outside. I can't do shit. I go out there. I don't even have clothing. I don't, even have, I don't have clothing that can even allow me to be out there because I'm so not used to, to being out. Y- you get it. You get it. I, I know it's – listen, I probably – probably when I complain, when I complain about skating in 40-degree weather, it's probably like when I see you guys complain 
about skating in 90 degree weather. For me, 90 degree weather is like a nice day. Like cool, 90 degrees looks looks like I'll break a sweat. Cool, I'm excited for it. You know, and then at like 110, I'm like, this is really inconvenient. But you know, I'm still out here skating. That's the way that you guys would die in 110 is the way that I die every day in 40 degree weather, and it's awful, dude. Skating's hard. Obviously, you guys know falling down like my hand. My I hit my hand on the cold concrete a couple days ago. Felt like my whole bone shattered all the way down to my shoulder. Absolutely miserable. Miserable for skating. I'm happy I did get to skate. I got uh, not any good tricks. You know what? I did get a comment today. I always bitch about comments. I had a comment today that said I'm not pushing myself enough. And it was one of these comments where the person just goes, anything is possible. All you have to do is keep skating and keep trying. And it's from some kid who's probably been skating for three years. You know, they're to them, you know, like learning varial flip is like the most exciting thing of the year. They forget that this this year marks my 24th year skateboarding. I've spent more time skateboarding than half of the people commenting on my videos have been alive. So my body is super beat up, not to mention my chronic spine injury, you know, that bone that goes through your body, it's very important, and once it's compromised, you can't, most people never do anything athletic for the rest of their lives. So I would say, I would say simply me getting onto the skateboard and doing the crooked grind every single week, you know, making a skate video every single week for the past, I don't know, 600 weeks in a row. For zero dollars on YouTube, I would say that I'm pushing myself just fine. I know that half, I know that like a lot of these guys, they just discovered Blue's Clues and this weird positivity. But um, yeah, I want to remind you guys that, that I'm the one, I'm the one living in this body. Yeah, sure. I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure that varial flip that you pulled off a week ago with your heels dragging the ground, I'm sure that was very exciting, and you feel like you really achieved something. But uh, yeah, as far as I'm concerned, keep at it, youngster. You keep at it. If you ever make it to my level, ever to, to make it into skating this far with, with no major, like, you know, like life-ending injuries, if you can ever survive this long, then you can let me know if I'm pushing myself enough. Anyways, so uh, I, I'm sure the comment, like the kid, the kid meant his comment in the most positive way, probably, but then... It's kind of a blessing and a curse that half of, listen, half the internet doesn't even know that I've been doing skating for a long time. I get people all the time commenting on my review videos going, you stole this video format from somebody. And I'm like, oh, I stole it? Like this, this format that I've been doing for like 13 years? I stole this from another YouTuber? Really? I, I, re I remember doing this on Justin.tv. I remember doing this on a website called Ustream before YouTube was even like a man like a usable fucking website. And, and I stole the internet reviews from somebody. Anyways, and then I also get people that just think I'm fucking 24 years old and I've been skating for three years. And it's like, okay. Like, like I get it. You're complimenting me, but you're also dumb. So I, I appreciate your compliment, but it's the, but it's, you're unfortunately still dumb. You know what I mean? I, I, um, I <laughs> I used to play pool with this uh this girl and uh they they were like they're not a good player. I, I don't hang out with them anymore. They're, they're not a good pool player, right? They would cheat, you know, <laughs> they would literally cheat. They would forget what ball they are and then change halfway through the game. 
and uh, and you know you destroy this person six, seven, eight games in a row. You destroy them, right? Even with them cheating, you destroy it. And they go, no, I'm stripes. And you go, fine, you're stripes. I'll, I'll switch. I just knocked six balls in. I guess I'll knock the next eight of your balls in. <clears throat> and uh, anyways, you would just destroy this person, you know, nine games in a row. And then one game, they would start to get a little bit better than you. Like, they, they would get ahead of you. They would knock three balls in. They'd go on a three-ball run. And then it would be your turn. And suddenly, since they're winning, even though they've been silent for the last nine games, suddenly, now that they're kind of winning by three balls, they go, oh, you got it, man. Don't worry. Don't worry. If you keep trying, you'll get it. I mean, look at me. Like, uh, I, I, I mean, I'm only winning because I'm better right now, but eventually, maybe, maybe you can be as good. So just stick with it. And then you make a shot. You make like an impossible shot and they go, good job. Wow, that was cute. Nice shot. Good job. And my whole, like, always playing this person, my mind was like, I just destroyed you. Nine ga- in nine games, you made four shots. And now suddenly, you're big-dogging me on a game that you're still probably going to lose. You got this little tiny advantage right now. It's not even your turn. And you're big-dogging me? Like, you're being condescending to me? And uh, that was one of the habits. <laughs> that was one of the habits uh, that made me not want to hang out with this person because they applied that to everything. They applied that to even like, I don't know, like this person didn't have a driver's license and then they'd be like, they'd be like, the light would turn green and within a point zero one second, they'd be go, lights green, turn, lights green, turn. I'm like, don't you have two DUIs? How about not telling me how to drive? (laughs) How about, how about I drive the way I've been driving to avoid, you know, losing privileges to my car and you drive the way you want to drive in the car that is impounded that you're not allowed to have access to and, and that you're not allowed to drive. Just this little, this one person had that trait and they, they use that trait in a lot of different ways. And I get that vibe from sometimes from the YouTube comments and I keep bringing up like the very old flip. I get people that have been skating for two years trying to explain to me how skating works and I'm like, okay, dude, like... What, what have I been doing for 24 years? The, the whole kickflip board slide down the 10 stair, the whole 180 nose grind down the big handrail, the nollie back heel down the nine stair, the, all my footage on the internet, the, the, whole, the whole changing the face of skateboarding uh, social media on YouTube, like creating, creating the first person to ever do like daily uh, vlog style skateboarding, like all the things that I've created in the, in the whole world of skateboarding. And I get somebody coming to tell me like, Hey, by the way, uh, maybe you didn't know this, but, uh, you're stealing gifted haters thing. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> okay, dude, I get it. Like, or like you, you play a game of skate online. Like, you know, the barracks did that already. Oh, the barracks did that already. That's cool. I, I had, <laughs> I had a website called trayflip.fucking trayflip.tk in the year 2002. So like I'm I know a little I've been doing skateboarding media for a while now, dude. I'm I had a skateboarding website in 2002, but yeah, let let, let me know what what the barracks let me know how the barracks is helping me. Anyway, yeah. Speaking of that, dude, barracks. Uh, I did want to comment on the barracks because a lot of you guys have been um asking me about the shred quarters. Uh, what's going on with shred quarters? They are they are combining two of their warehouses into one warehouse. So they're going to continue to have a skate park and continue to have a warehouse. But the warehouse size will now be half of its size. They'll still be skating. They'll still be selling skateboards. Everything's fine. And I get a lot of comments like, uh, yeah, fuck Revive. That's what they get. You know, they're failing. Failure skate company. 
And what these people fail to remember is how many core brands have gone out of business in the past 10 years. Revive has been going strong. It's been growing and growing and growing when most of skating is declining and declining. Uh, every, every skate shop in America has closed down while Revive has continued to be profitable. Every single core skate shop, pretty much, right? 95% of all core skate shops have been shut down. Shoe companies have gone under and come back, gone under and come back. S goes out of business. Osiris makes a comeback. All these big major brands, uh, uh, skate brands are changing distributors left and right. Right, Plan B is leaving their, their wood and, and everything's changing ownership. Every fucking one is failing. But Revive simply downsizes their warehouse and everyone goes, fucking failure. And nobody nobody even thinks to bring up that the barracks is also downsizing and they're downsizing. They're so down bad that they're selling autographed rocks. If you want to talk about integrity, you don't talk about integrity. Andy Schrock goes online and says, hey, skateboarding's on the downswing. It's not as popular anymore. If you go to the skate park, there's less people skating. If you go to the skate shop, there's less people shopping. I mean, it's just a bad time for skating. It's been going in waves since the 80s. That's just how it goes. You know what Andy didn't do? Start selling rocks to make up for his losses. So as far as, far as everyone who's always spent half of their half of their skating life lifetime talking shit on Andy and talking shit on Revive, and this even goes for Braille, you know, the guy that started a skateboard company out of nothing and then hired all of his friends and then takes care of his family and his kids and like 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 the perfect american skateboarder dream and the only reason people hate on him is cuz he doesn't say fuck often enough um i'm always just like bro you got to take a look in the mirror okay because he, here's my thing until until you're selling autographed rocks of yourself i'd say you're still winning okay and the fact that he's like if I had a dollar for every time someone told me, quit YouTube, I don't think you're funny. Quit YouTube, I don't think you're funny. Andy and them should just quit. You just quit? Motherfucker, y- y'all are used to quitting. That's a you thing. When, when things get hard and you quit, that's a you thing. That's a that's a this side of the computer screen issue. On this side of the computer screen? Motherfucker, like, I, I got a backup plan, a backup plan, and another backup plan, another new idea. And even if, like, YouTube doesn't work out, I got a job lined up, and then I'm going to stat my cash, and then come right back to this. That whole quitting thing, that's a, that's a you, a you guys thing. That's a, that's a new gen thing. There's no, like, I don't know. It's, I think, I also think it's funny that people think, like, well, if, if I leave a YouTube comment telling this guy to quit because I don't understand his humor, maybe he'll do it. I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's how they're thinking, or maybe that's just how their brain works. But, you know... Uh, <laughs> I, I think like, you you know what that makes me think of, dude. I don't want to be a dick, and I don't I don't want to I don't want to get too extreme. But that's the incel mentality, right? I can't get pussy, so I give up and I hate women forever. Cool. Most of you guys telling me to quit YouTube, that's you. The bitches are too hot. You're too ugly. Give up for life. Jack off in a corner. I have a shitty job, never never move forward in life, and you're going to keep doing that over and over and over again because your first option when things get tough is to quit. Have fun. Have fun never getting pussy. Have fun never making money. Have fun never eating a dope-ass meal with some dope-ass friends. And also, by the way, have fun never doing a handrail because for you to get that good, it's going to take a lot of pain, a lot of effort, and a lot of failure. I think skateboarding especially is, 
teaches uh, the importance of failure because even something as simple as learning a kickflip, you want to learn a kickflip, you're going to have to fail a thousand times. A thousand. Not two, not three. You think about people getting uh, bummed out on their job interviews, right? I went to 10 job interviews this month. I couldn't get a single job. Oh, cool. I failed uh, 600 front crooked grinds yesterday. And I... And guess what? I'm going back tomorrow, and I'm going to get that fucking crooked grind. You know what I mean? Like, okay, cool. You failed three times. Get hey, get on my level. Hey, welcome to my life. I'll oil myself with Sherm and get butt naked. <laughs> Why you got so many necklace? <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, we're kind of all over the place. Uh, for Andy to downsize, I think, I think he's more bummed out about it. Also that he has to, uh, I think, cut a couple of employees. I think he's more bummed out about it because he, he holds himself to such a high standard. Unlike people selling rocks with autographs on them. So as far as it being a failure, it's not a failure. It's just a step backwards. There's nothing wrong with taking a step backwards. Especially, you know what I mean? Like, in anything, sometimes there's there's a time to, to fall back. You know what I mean? There's a time to, to, to play defense for a minute. As far as I'm concerned, with the shred quarters thing, all Andy's doing is... He's going to take a year or a couple years and he's going to play defense. And then if skateboarding comes back on the upswing, you know, that motherfucker is going to go right back and re-expand the warehouse so they can take care of his friends and provide a place to skate and have fun and make money. I don't know. I just, uh, no, it's like, I feel like no one out there is defending these guys because Andy and, and all them, they just ignore it. They don't say anything, which is fine. You know, that's probably the best the best way to approach it. They don't say anything. The haters are talking shit. They don't respond. You know, they, they're the bigger man. And I'm just like, dude, somebody's got to fucking say something. So I, I feel like I'm always stepping in defending them. Um, I don't, not that they want it or care or, or whatever, but it, uh, it bothers me how short-sighted um, skateboarders can be. But then again, it's uh, the whole, like being a skateboarder 10 years ago to me meant like sort of meant a lot of things came along with that, you know, like 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 understanding failure, for example. And now, the skateboarders of today, you know, old man Steve, you know, I always go on this old man Steve topic, but the skateboarders of today are not just fucking soft, not just pussies, but they're they're not just unmotivated, you know, not just they don't just play on their phone all fucking day and sit at the skate park. Like it's more than that. Like they're they're whole. It's a whole different brand of person. Like I don't. I get kind of annoyed. That guy can call himself a skateboarder, but then I'm also calling myself a skateboarder. And to the naked eye, me and today's skateboarder, they might look the same to the naked eye. That's where, that's where I'm like, that's where I got like, like step in and draw the line. Like, no, 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 no. There's the skateboarder from before. The definition of skateboarder has changed. Okay. It used to mean you get in my way. I'm going to call you a fucking slur. I'm going to push you and, and I'm going to go steal something from the store and now it now it means uh, I'm I'm multiple genders and uh, I'm gonna call the police on you. And if I fall down skateboarding, I'm gonna I'm gonna call the police and sue somebody. And, and also, uh, if you if you mislabel me, um, I'm gonna cry to my mom. And and I'm gonna go to my safe space. And also, my friend's fat and they identify as athletic. <laughs> it, it always be, I don't mean to always go to that to that same joke. But I promise you, every time I watch Thrasher, I can never tell like who, who's what. What is what? I have to look at 
like even the trick quality the people doing tricks i'm like dude you're on you're, you're a pro you're a professional you're doing these tricks that's weird didn't we just i just did a ninja review last week where uh it, it was also like an anti-female thing i don't want to i don't want to become like the uh who's that guy the, the fucking skinny guy that's always talking shit online with he's bald i don't want to oh andrew i don't want to be the andrew tate of skating okay because i think that guy's also kind of a loser i don't want to be that guy but i feel like the way my humor kind of goes it, it always by the time i finish telling the joke i'm like damn did i just come off like that guy Ugh, that's annoying anyways yeah uh thrasher came with a part where this professional skateboarder we just got pro professional skateboarder just got uh welcome to the team and they did a uh, basic no slide nollie flip and then i then i put a video of me from 2003 doing the same trick on a down on a down hubba on a on a on an equally difficult obstacle uh three uh, no, three years into my skate career and and then here i am 21 years after that still not pro the standards have gone way way down <laughs> anyways uh we i didn't mean to go on such a rant and i hope you guys don't take me out of context i i don't i don't want to be like the big like super hater guy um but it's certainly uh the comments i read reflect what skateboarding is now and the skateboarders i see at parks and the skateboarders i see on these big uh social media accounts if that reflects what skateboarding is today then it's very different and uh and and i don't i don't want to necessarily be like i don't want anyone thinking that that i that that if you call me a a, a pussy on that i'm going to start crying you know, and I don't want people to think that if I fall down at a skate spot, that I'm going to walk up to the, the store owner and go, I'm going to sue you. I, I don't want anyone thinking that that's, that that's me. So there should, there should be, there should be another word for skateboarder, right? Like I, like I could be like, like we could change the name. I, I could be a shredder and you could be skateboarders or I could be like a, I don't know with somebody like make a new name, make a new name. Anyways, um, what else has been going on? Let's do trivia. Let's do trivia. We were talking about guns earlier. If you can answer this question correctly, you win a free Ninja Lifestyle sticker pack. What does the K stand for in AK-47? What does the K stand for in AK-47? The AK-47, Soviet assault rifle, possibly the most widely used shoulder weapon in the world. The initials AK represent Avtomat Kalish. Nakova. At Avtomat Kalishnikova. I've always said Kalishnikov. Maybe that's how it's pronounced. Oh, Russian for automatic Kalishnikov. Okay, I didn't read the rest. For its designer, Mikhail Timofeyevich Kalishnikov, who designed the accepted version of the weapon in 1947. That's uh that's pretty impressive that a weapon system that was created in 1947 not only is still widely used in the world. But also so so well respected in uh in the gun game. Anyways, the first person who got that correct was Smoking with Jesus. Smoking with Jesus, send me a DM after the podcast, and I will get this sticker pack shipped directly to you. My AK-47 friend. What else is going on? Last week I did meal prep. I made 21 burritos, and they were fantastic. I ate them all yesterday. No, I'm joking. I did one burrito with chicken, beans, chicken, beans, cheese, spinach, 
and uh, multiple spices. And then I did another one that was beef and cheese and beans, where the beef was slow cooked for nine hours. Slow cooked beef nine hours, beans, cheese, wrapped them up, froze them, and oh my God. For the price, for the price, meal prepping your own uh, burritos, you can't go wrong, especially when you throw a bunch of beans in them. Number one, beans are healthy. I've been trying to eat a lot more beans, and uh, if you ask my asshole, it's been working. And uh, the beans are very inexpensive. I need to figure out a better way to make the the dry beans into non-dry beans because the cans of beans, I think I would save a lot more money if I bought giant giant like buckets of dry beans and i love black beans i love all beans man um i'm even friends with a few <laughs> but a ch- <laughs> i also saw this thing called a 15 bean pack which would <laughs> which that's that's how you actually get initiated into ms13 <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> just 15 dudes beat your ass <laughs> Anyways, I just saw this thing at the store called a 15 bean pack. It's 15 types of dried beans. And um, I guess you soak them and then you just cook them for a little while and they soften up. And I'm going to start doing that. I saw some things you can combine that with. And if they taste good, uh, I'll probably make those into some type of 15 bean burrito. (laughs) A 15 bean pack, dude. That's funny. And also I noticed there's a 15 bean pack. And then, of course, you you know competition. Right next to it in, the, in Walmart is the 16 bean pack. I'm like, okay, dude. Like, I I know which one came first. I know that this I know that this motherfucker came out with 15 beans, and then Goya, the uh, major food brand Goya, pops out and goes, you know what, dude? Let's add a bean. Let's add a bean. Let's let's <laughs> let's kill this company. <laughs> Fuck them. They don't have enough beans for us. And imagine 20 beans. Oh, what a mess. What a mess. Anyways, uh, so I, I want to do more meal prep. The burritos are great. I actually did the meal prep on stream so if you don't follow me on twitch it's not only me dancing around breaking tables we watch a lot of skateboarding videos we watch a lot of cooking videos and then oftentimes i actually just film myself cooking i think almost every time i've meal prepped we filmed it and then also last week we did a uh while on stream i did a like an alfredo not quite not an authentic alfredo but we did uh i think what do we do we did onions and then we did some butter and then we did some, some cream and some mushrooms, spinach, and some Asiago cheese on top. Made a nice big, like, kind of thick, uh, a thick Alfredo sauce, kind of. Pepper, ghost pepper on top. I um, uh, forgot the lemon the first time. Second time, got the lemon in there. Used fettuccine. Second time, I used rigatoni. Bro, we're getting down in there, dude. Every once in a while, I fuck up bad. On stream, let's not talk about the grilled cheese I fucked up one time. But oftentimes, when we're streaming, it turns out great. In fact, the last uh, right before Christmas, we did a a breaded a beer a battered French fry, and we made battered French fries one French fry at a time in like in like one millimeter of oil. It it must have took me to make to make one potato of French fries. It must have took fucking an hour, <laughs> but it's fun. It's fun. We do it on stream. We experiment. Also, you guys help me a lot uh, with the cooking. A lot of times I'm like, what would go with this? What would go with this? What can I substitute? And then having uh, having a helpful chat room is fun. So follow me on stream if you're not following me. We have uh, 
We have a lot of fun on here. Uh, I went to Whole Foods yesterday. Why would I go there? Every time I go there, I hate it. Like, I like browsing. Listen, I love browsing everything because it's nice in there. It's clean. It's nice and neat. Um, There's less, like, I don't know, there's less ghetto people. There's less people that are, like, in the way, like, fucking blocking the, the thing. There's less people that show up with four kids that are all screaming, right? That That happens less often at Whole Foods. But... The drawback is, is that everyone in there is a single mom with fucking sweatpants and fucking slippers. And I am looking at everyone and I'm not saying everyone's like hot or anything. No, not, not by any means. No one's hot. Everyone would just go shopping like as if they're in their living room. And, and it bothers me because it bothers me because I, I look at, at this nice pristine store and it, it's just a bunch of people that look like they just rolled out of bed. So if I go to Walmart, I got to deal with 15 fucking screaming children. I got to deal with a security guard. Uh, wrestling some guy outside. I got to deal with two people smoking, smoking weed right outside the door, asking me for money. But then when I go to Whole Foods, I get a bunch of I get a bunch of people that, that just don't give a fuck about anything. And then I got to walk down the aisle and I got to watch somebody being berated about why they why they only have grape tomatoes and not cherry tomatoes. And where are the pear tomatoes? Last time I was here, there was grape tomatoes, and I need to see your manager. And I'm wearing sweatpants, so it's like there's no is. Could there be one day a grocery store that is the best of both? Like a grocery store that, like, you have to show your ID to get in. Um, you, you have to pass the test. Like, you have to pass, like, a spelling test when you get in there. And, like, a small math test. And then there's a dress code. The dress code is simply, like, wear clothing that would be acceptable at, like, Applebee's. And then and then that also, it would have to be, you would have to have a situational awareness test. To where if I'm walking behind you, you do not make your cart perpendicular to the to the lane. To where now I have to go, excuse me, I can't, excuse me, you're blocking this entire 10 foot fucking aisle. There's 10 feet in this aisle and you've chosen to make your cart perpendicular and then get in between the cart and the other one. Forming, forming a, a, a hands across America so that no one can fucking get across. Are you fucking kidding me? Or then, or then the, the, the kids. I'm convinced that the eyesight, like the the eyesight of children in the in the 90s and 2000s has changed. Every kid today in the fucking grocery store is actually blind. Like like they're like I'm I'm standing still. Kid runs right into me. Boom. And the dad looks at me like I fucked up. Like yeah, sorry, sorry, you're a weird ADHD fucking kid. Can't see three feet in front of him. Bumps into everything in the grocery store. I don't know why you didn't leave him at home. Anyway, well, don't even get started on Walgreens. Walgreens is nothing but meth. You know, you know, Walgreens is nothing but meth everywhere. On, on your way out, they give you a free sample of meth. Next, first one's free. Second one, half price. God, like, what happened to, what happened to shopping? Oh, don't even start with the mall. If you go to the mall and don't get shot, it's, it was a good day shopping at the mall. Oh, God. My mall now, Meadows Mall, has a tattoo shop in it now. I don't know if that's normal, but that seems different. <laughs> that seems different. The mall used to be like Hot Topic, Spencer's Gifts, right? Going there, Foot Locker. Now there's a fucking tattoo shop in there now. An exotic pet store over what? What a, a fucking uh, a motorcycle part store? <laughs> fucking AutoZone <laughs> inside the mall. <laughs> oh man. Anyways, dude, it's it's ridiculous. Uh, why did I bring up Whole Foods? Just sweatpants everywhere, and just people that people that are rude to the staff. I, and I didn't go there because I wanted Whole Foods. By the way, I had to return a product from Amazon 
that I switched with another product. So I, I was in there committing an actual crime. You know what? Maybe if if, if you look around, if you look around Whole Foods and you can't spot the douchebag, you are the douchebag. The only I went there to like commit a fucking crime against Amazon. Everyone else is in there just fucking trying to buy kale, trying to buy organic kale in their weird fucking sweatpants. God, I hate that fucking place, dude. I feel the same way when I go to Michaels. Every once in a while, someone drags me into a Michaels. And I get to see all the fucking failed artists. You know, I, all the all the people in their fucking mid-50s making fucking spaghetti art. And I'm like, dude, I don't want to say give up, but maybe get better at art. Maybe get better at art and you wouldn't be in here buying macaroni every fucking Saturday. Okay? I've got to say it. I don't care about your elbow. Anyways, yes. Just, is it, what am I even podcasting about? Am I just complaining about everything I see? Uh, maybe, maybe I'm just complaining about everything I see. Speaking about the worst shit ever, Pete Davidson has a new stand-up on Netflix. Pete Davidson. My God, is it terrible. I rarely, so sometimes I end up turning off uh, comedians if they get way too political. Because I think that, I think when you get overly political and start making jokes, they become less funny. Because I can kind of see your angle. I can I can kind of see where the jokes are going. So the surprise of a, of a joke ending, like there's no surprise anymore. So that aspect of comedy kind of turns me off. Pete Davidson, dude. This guy fucking... Half of his stand-up was like, look at me. I'm famous. I'm famous. And then I, I just couldn't get some of the jokes. They just got dumber and dumber. He kept joking about fucking his own mom. Which I get it. It's edgy. But like half of his comic... Half of his com- comic set was him fucking his own mom. Or something like that, or, or his mom having sex. I was like, okay, like I, I guess, I guess if that joke was a surprise at the end of a story, that'd be cool. But you've been telling this this mom sex joke for thirty fucking minutes, and then forty minutes into it, he just starts farting. He's going, he's going, yeah. And then I found doo doo in my pants, and I was like, <laughs> and, I, and I was like, there's dookie in my pants, and I'm like, dude, am I watching a fucking five year old? Where's, where's Eddie Murphy? At a time like this, <laughs> or or modern people, Shane Gillis. I know he's like the the new hot thing, but I've been watching Shane Gillis uh, last month. Makes me laugh. It's great. He 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 sets up really funny really funny setups. The jokes always like not not always, but a lot of the jokes have like a twist in them. And at no point in the standup does he start going. And then I dookied, <laughs> and it sounded like this. And boy, was it stinky! <laughs> it's stinky. Okay, dude. Really, you're who are you? Who are you entertaining? A classroom of fucking five year olds or or full grown people? And also, I could tell I could tell that it was a group of idiots because I could tell I was listening to wh- what they laughed at. And here's why I think a lot of people think he's funny. And I, I'm not a hater. I'm not a comedian, right? I'm just a I'm just a lowly internet critic. I think people think he's funny because they've gotten so used to Saturday Night Live. They've gotten so used to like a laugh track. And somebody walking out, slipping on a banana and going, oops, I farted, <laughs> lol, the man, uh, you remind me of the president. <laughs> oh my God, like, like every joke, it's like, it's like pop culture jokes, but they're all terribly set up and there's nothing like actually edgy. That's Pete Davidson. And he just went, oh, he went, okay, what, what jokes aren't allowed on Saturday night, Saturday Night Live? Uh, okay, maybe I could, maybe I should just tell a joke about fucking my mom for 30 minutes and then I'll start farting. And then, and then, uh, Saturday, people who like SNL, they're, they're gonna love this. They're gonna love this. Uh, sex with my mom and farting? Oh, done deal. Sign the check. 
So anyways, uh, if, if you're fans of comedy, maybe... Okay, here, here. If, if you're fans of comedy, check out the Pete Davidson stand-up. If you don't like it in 10 minutes, I promise you it will not get better. Like, I knew... The first 10 minutes, I knew I wouldn't like it. I knew I wouldn't like it in 10 minutes. And I, I kept it going. And I started playing on my phone. I started playing on my phone. And I was like, okay, maybe it'll get better. 20 minutes, uh, will it get better? 30 minutes, will it get better? By the 40th minute, he started farting and I turned it off. I was like, dude. So so for, for you guys to save time, don't make my mistake. Watch it for 10 minutes. If you like it after 10 minutes, you're going to like the whole thing. If you hate it after 10 minutes, turn it the fuck off. That's, uh, that's what I think about that. Uh, speaking of things that are actually probably funny, I have a... I, I hate to say this, guys. I have to... I have to tell you guys the truth. I have an announcement. I got to be honest with you guys. I've never seen the movie Tropic Thunder. I've never seen it. And everyone tells me that I would love it. Everyone tells me the humor's great. Everyone tells me that it's it's been funny forever. Everyone quotes it in front of me. And someone had an intervention with me the other day. They, I was playing pool with my homie Corey, and he goes, you never seen Tropic Thunder? And I'm like, no, I've, I've heard it's really funny. I've heard uh, Robert Downey Jr. keeps getting flack for blackface fucking whatever 20 years ago. And he's like, uh, he's like, dude, you'd love it. And I'm like, I know everyone tells me that. And he's like, you got to watch it. And I was like, okay, cool. And he goes, you haven't seen it? I, You know what I love? I love when I tell someone I haven't fucking seen something. And they go, oh, you haven't? And I go, no, I haven't seen it. And they go, really? Go, no, I haven't seen it. And they go, you haven't seen Tropic Thunder. No, I have not seen the movie Tropic Thunder. No, I have not seen it. Really? Why you? Who? Who? who how? Why do you have to ask? Nine times you've asked me this. You think on the ninth time I'd suddenly have to, I, No, you know what? Between the fourth time and the sixth time, I found time and I watched it. In the, in the last 30 seconds that we've been speaking, I found time to watch it. And now the ninth time, yes, I've seen it. Yeah. Oh man, I, I love the part where, where where he says never go full retard. <laughs> hey, keep quoting it by the way. Keep making a quote of the movie I haven't seen. Keep quoting it, and then he's like, well, and then there's the, remember the part where he does this, and I go, oh no, let's let's go back thirty seconds for the ninth time. I haven't seen it. Well, remember the part where this happens? Oh uh, no, no, no. You never been on a jet ski? No, I never been on a jet ski. Really? No, never jet ski. You never jet skied. Never been on a jet ski. You've you, you been on a jet ski, though? Or you just never went fast on a jet ski? Nope. Never been on a jet ski. Never seen a jet ski. Never touched a jet ski. Never been on a jet ski. Never powered a jet ski. Never seen a jet ski. No jet skis exist in the country I'm from. I've never even heard of a jet ski. I can't even say jet ski. Is it het? Is it het ski or jet ski? I don't know if it, what, what language it comes from. I've never heard of a jet ski. So you've, so you've never jet skied? Is, are you trying to tell me you've never jet skied? My God. <laughs> Why do people do that, man? Why, why, why do they keep asking you over and over again? And then also, and then, <laughs> and then, and then he fucking, he was quoting the movie. So, okay, that's my homework. That's my homework. Uh, this weekend, I'm going to watch Tropic Thunder. And then next week on the podcast, I will give you my, I will give you guys my synopsis and my, uh, my opinion on that movie. Final topic. I saw a movie that was very, very bad. It was a terrible movie. It's called Those Who Wish Me Dead. It's a movie. It's so fucking vague. 
It starts out with a gas explosion. Somebody gets killed because they, because they have some secret information on the government. Then it pans to another guy who also has secret information, but he's next. He's the next one on the list of people that are going to die. So there's a whole team of people that are trying to kill this guy. We don't know. We, we never find out what the information was. We never find out the secret. Anyways, he gets killed in front of his son. His son watches. The dad has all the secret information on the government. He gets murdered in front of his kid. The kid sees it and then runs away. And then Angelina Jolie's a firefighter somehow. Uh, <laughs> Angela Jolie's a firefighter. They, they save the kid. Uh, thir- fif- 15 people get murdered. 15 people get murdered over the course of them trying to find the kid and get the secret information. 15 murders occur. The kid, the kid loses his, uh, his dad. Uh, one of the firefighters loses her husband. Uh, the, 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 the captain of the, of the sheriffs are all dead. A lot of sheriffs are dead. An innocent woman driving, driving to go to the mountain, shot in the head, killed. And then at the end, it's a big warm hug. They're like, we survived a, a forest fire, gunshots, and now you have secret information about the government. Oh, happy ending. Nobody goes, what about the 15 murders? What about the kid lost his father 24 hours ago? How How is everyone hugging and smiling and laughing? Did, did you, like... I get, I get the movie, you have to suspend your disbelief. Here's a scene. Here's a scene. I, I love I love when I see guns in a movie because I immediately start going, uh, how are they going to fuck this up? Okay, these guys have full auto. Yeah, full auto ARs, AKs, whatever. Full auto guns. I watched them shooting at a, uh, they were shooting at like a firehouse, right? They're a small little hut. They were shooting at a small, thin hut in the forest. And they're full auto. And these guys are ducking and dodging. They must have fired two or three thousand rounds without reloading. Probably two or three thousand rounds were fired into this into this hut uh, where one person got shot one time. And uh, like thousands of rounds. Thousands of rounds are going off. Things are breaking. Shit's falling off. You know, typical like action gun scene, right? the walls, windows, things are breaking, everything's flying off, and then, you know, after 2,000 rounds, both of the guys have to reload, so then there's a chance for the kid to run away, the kid runs away, even though they've been shooting into a building, they've been shooting into this building, kid runs away, and uh, and then this, the same guy that was shooting, the full auto 2,000 rounds, then aims at the kid, and the kid's running through like thin a thin brush, like a thin layer of brush, and the guy goes, I don't have a shot. I, I I can't get the shot. I don't I don't have a good shot. Bro, you just you just wasted 2000 rounds shooting at a building not even knowing who was inside it. And now suddenly that there's a little bit of brush. Now suddenly you're worried about like ricochet or something? Like like well, how, um first off you never had a shot, but you still dumped uh, $10,000 worth of rounds into the, into the hut. Then you, you want, you want to shoot the kid now, but because there's a little bit of trees in the way, can't get a good shot. Don't want to waste ammo or, or, or like it wasn't like the whole purpose of the story is to kill the kid. Why not sh- shoot at him? B- because there's a tree in the way. You just shot into a building blindly. It's blindly shot into a building. And now that there's a, li- a light tree, light brush, can't shoot. 
And uh, yeah, the quote was, I got no shot. You know, the one guy's like, shoot him, shoot him. And then it shows the crosshair. The crosshair's on the kid. But then there's like a couple of trees. And he goes, I got no shot. I got no shot. And I was like, dude, oh my God. What, 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 was, the cro- what was in your crosshairs when you were shooting that building? Because the, there was no people. They were all ducked and hiding. You never, you never had a shot over there. Okay, you guys get it? I keep repeating myself. You get it, whatever. Anyways, uh, don't watch that movie. Uh, it reminds me, I tell you guys this this story all the time. There's a movie from like the 90s called What's Up Rockers. It's a skateboarding movie where these skateboarders, they go across California. They get stuck in, a, in another city and they have to skateboard back. And uh, on their skateboard back, they run into a bunch of like problems, right? They're, they're just trying to get home. And anyways, like one of them dies. I think one of them gets like molested and one of them dies. And then at the end, it's like a happy ending. Like they, they finally got home. They're all hugging Cool, we got home. I guess I'll go skateboarding with you tomorrow. No one brings up that two of your friends died today. Today, two of your friends died. Like a fucking were murdered. Two of your friends were murdered while skateboarding. And and, and at the end of the movie, you're all high fiving. Like, I don't get it. Uh, Angelina Jolie's hugging this kid. They're all smiling. Oh, what a great, what a great day this was. We survived a forest fire. Uh, we were sh- you got shot at all day. That guy's dead. That guy's dead. That woman's dead. The entire national park is burnt to a crisp. Oh yeah, and your father who was murdered in front of directly in front of you by a mercenary. Uh, he's dead. Uh, we we still haven't picked up his body yet, by the way, which might now be burnt from the giant forest fire. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know what? We're still we're still family. What is the yeah, insert Vin Diesel quote? No, we're family now. <laughs> One quarter mile at a time. Nobody's like, what about all the dead bodies scattered throughout this park? Also, there, there was only two people trying to kill you. The government, there's still the government out there. That's still not, You still know the government secret. Maybe there's going to be a part two. I can't wait for those who wish me dead part two. Anyways, it reminded me of uh, that movie Shooter with Mark Wahlberg. That movie is fucking awful. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What, what a terrible actor. All right. Uh, also, also, here's the thing: you, you can put a great actor and bad dialogue, and you get like kind of a kind of a medium movie. If you put a bad actor and bad dialogue, you get fucking those who wish me dead. Fucking horrible. All right, guys, can I get a hell yeah from everybody in the chat so I can shout you guys out? That's all I have to talk about today. I'm hoping later today I can pick up some wood. If my buddy Nick Stems responds to me, we can take his truck down to Home Depot. I can get stocked up, and then hopefully um, I can start building on Saturday. And if I have some people to help me, I can probably knock this ramp out in like, again, I say four hours. I think I can knock it out in one day. I can knock it out in a whole weekend if I have somebody to help me hold some wood. Or if I have somebody, like three people, you know, two people with a drill, we can bang this fucker out really quick. Uh, Because laying laying the sheets is really hard to do one person at a time and then and then uh, mounting the two by four is like the like the the spines are going to be really hard <clears throat> anyways can i scroll up nope my chat room still does not work we got og cybermaniac piggy malone cam 702 late bloomer love my toe i book boy cam 702 meatball head uh piggy malone love my toe mr jesus catch 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 i book boy joe chillin pete mr jesus joe and probably a couple of people also lurking. I appreciate you guys for hanging out. We do this podcast every single Friday, right around 3.30 p.m. Pacific time. If you missed the podcast, you can catch the repeat on Podbean, on iTunes, on YouTube, on Podcast App, anywhere where podcasts can be found. Uh, I appreciate 
the support. We got zero donations today. It's a new year, new me. Fine. It's cool. Maybe you guys don't appreciate me. Maybe you guys didn't make you laugh. That's fine. Get me next time. Or maybe you don't have any money. That's cool. I don't either. But here's the thing. You can still support the podcast by telling a friend. I'm kidding. I just got paid today. Uh, You can tell a friend about the podcast, and then they tell their friend, they tell their friend, and then we have a lot of friends. Right? Friends. More friends. More donations. More fun. More cooking. Right? More showing my dick on stream. Which is what happened. I showed my dick on stream on New Year's. So if you guys want more dick, send more money. Okay, dick ain't free. It used to be, but it, between inflation, you know, rising cost of, of, of smooth balls, it's, it's, hard, it's hard to maintain. All right, I appreciate you guys. Uh, tonight I'm going to go to the bar, play some pool. Um, yeah, I'll continue this stream for a little bit, but as far as the official podcast, it is over. And I appreciate all you guys and hope that we are... Uh, Oh, they're ready for a new year. Uh, what else did I want to say? Oh, yeah. Another New Year's resolution that I forgot to tell you guys about. I want to do a double backflip into a foam pit this year. So I need to find, number one, I need to find a foam pit next to a trampoline. And then I will do the uh, the double backflip. I hope. In my, I, I hope. That's my goal. That's my one, that's my concrete, like, hard, hard goal. The other goals are all, like, mental things to do. This is my one, like, actual me physically doing something goal. So... I will see you guys. Uh, oh, yeah, plenty of videos getting uploaded all the time. Follow my YouTube, uh, Ninja Lifestyle. You can also go to ninjalifestyle.com. A lot of uploads going. And um, I don't know, just in a good mood. Hope you guys are having a great start to the year. As I always say, don't drink too much and don't drink too little. I got no shot. What, what do you mean you have no shot? You just shot. I got, listen, I got no shot. There's no shot.